So I don't. I I struggle with uh, teaching. I don't really get it. I have a very simple message often, um, and that is, you know, in terms of personal finance, make every time that you make money in your life, take fifteen percent of that and invest it in mutual funds and index funds. And this is not like a big thing. It's not sort of scary and you know like um it's it's not like a, a big thing you know pay off your debts and then um you know invest everything that you 15 percent of everything you make you know you you'll be so phenomenally wealthy by the time that um oh and the other component is to invest it for 90 years for like just a crap ton long right like a, a super long time don't take your money out and all that kind of stuff. And, and and it's funny because I can't connect. I can connect with some <laughs> I can connect with some people about this. Um and sort of resonate in, in terms of what's going on in this sort of big picture of it. And and it's just, you know, it's probably a small group, but the rest of everybody, I don't I don't really get why this is like not phenomenally, not only phenomenally interesting, but like crazy motivating. Like when you just see the numbers, right? Like super basic numbers, nothing is sketchy in any sort of way. I don't say, you know, play the market. I don't say anything that is considered risky at all. Perhaps maybe if you were you know, 80 years old, this advice maybe would not work out for you. But for almost everybody, um, you know, the, the sort of idea, and, and this is like the most concrete research ever, you know, like it is well understood. Um, Vanguard's mutual funds has made the entire industry based on, on this sort of uh, idea, um, you know, one of the largest mutual fund companies that is it is like won the Nobel Prize for Eugene Famra and, um, you know, Famra in French, you know, like the, this is super solid understanding. There's nothing like, woo, just invest in index funds and mutual, good mutual funds, like nothing risky, like stuff that like normal people would invest in and in index funds and do that for a crap ton long uh, period of time, like at least 20, 30, 40 years, and you will be phenomenally wealthy. Like, there's nothing behind it. I mean, you look at the numbers, it's easy to make these calculations, right? It's on average, it's 10% a year. Um, you can look at this for many, many years. It has not really changed. It's It comes up and down. And yes, there's bad years and good years. You might have a bad decade, uh, you know, it's a, a good decade. But you know, for the most part, it kind of always goes up. Every five years, you're almost guaranteed. There's been, as far as I know, there's not been a single five-year period uh, in the stock market existence that it has had negative returns. And, um, you know, with all of this, and the, and the thing is, we did this even for a normal salary, right? Like making 50 grand a year, and you did this you know, that's that's like $6,000 a year and you did this for your entire life, you'd be phenomenally wealthy. Like, you know, I don't I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. It's pretty easy to do, but you could look at it. It's over a million dollars, which I would consider phenomenally wealthy, 
by the time that you're, you know, old and crusty and, and you know, ready to do whatever you want to do. So um, I, the, the funny thing is, is I try to teach this and I try to connect um, and I try to sort of show this. There's a cool graph that you can see. Um, the, the cool graph is, is American Funds has this, it, you know, they spent some time making it, they call it the mountain chart. And you can see this over years and years and years, just growing phenomenally. Um, there's nothing like sketchy with any of this kind of stuff. Like nothing sketchy, right? Like, like it's solid. And yet I can't connect. I can't get people to sort of see this. I can't get everybody to see this. And ultimately I have to come to the conclusion that only some people are ever going to sort of get it. Right. Like they're there. And the reason is, it's not because it's, it's, you know, it requires a lot of, you know, cognitive processing and thinking and stuff is you just, there's all sorts of reasons why people just don't want to get something and don't want to really do it. Right. Like, and it's not because of all the things that you think they, you know, they, they, it might be simply because I'm, I'm in a position of so-called authority, but you know, in my head, I don't view that. I'm just kind of an explorer babbling and bumbling wrong along and because I'm in a position of authority, they're automatically going to discount and contradict and, you know, um, you know, just be, um, you know, just kind of, um, you know, angry because of the fact that I'm in a, in a position of authority because it's how that they were raised or the life that they sort of, you know, that's how they view those, that kind of thing. Um, it might be because I'm, you know, male or whatever, right? Like, it, it could be any kind, of, any kind of thing because I'm 5'10 and I'm not tall, right? Um, or because, I don't know, any any stupid number of things, right? I've got hair, um, you know, that's not gray. You know, like uh, any number of things that have no rhyme or reason and you shouldn't think it makes a lot of sense. And it's not clear why that is the case, Um and yet people will just not resonate with it. And, and someday, maybe they will, but, you know, often they won't. And you have to be okay with that, right? So every, every 1,000 people, every, let's say, make it easy, every 100 people that you sort of try to, you know, get them to see or, you know, just, just, just love on, you know, like just, just try to be nice and, encourage and all of this kind of stuff just to say hey you can do this this is you know it's not easy but it's absolutely possible to do that and when you're done you will thank me so much um and yet you know of, of those 100 people that you actually asked there's only maybe going to be 10 that are going to even pay attention to it and and resonate with it and maybe one that is actually going to implement and and try to work hard at that and you know for me as somebody that is you look at this stuff and you're like this is like crazy why do we live in a world that um you know wealth could be so bountiful <laughs> like for some people it is right and 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 they sort of get this but then why is this not distributed across the board and it's not because of the sort of 
system that is set up and all of that kind of stuff is simply because I, I, I think actually, um, you know, a part of it is because that we give people, and I know this sounds really bad, but just hear me out, we give people choice. Right. And this sort of capitalist system is, is choices at the center of this. Right. This is kind of the heart of of, um, you know, capitalism or mar markets and that people have choice, which is really positive a lot of times. But, um, you know, if you look at the understanding in the last 30 years in terms of how people make choices and how we understand economics and psychology is people make craptacular choices. Right. Like they just don't do a very good job, including myself. Um, you know, I, I, I love to eat me a, some, a bowl of ice cream every night. I love that. It tastes yummy, but I know that's not a good choice in terms of, you know, on one, one side it sort of soothes the soul, but on the other side, it's not really a healthy choice. Um, and, and if that was restricted across the board, if, you know, the country I lived in didn't produce ice cream. Um, you know, I, I would be in, I would be in a good spot. I'd probably maybe find another vice, but, um, you know, that I, I would be probably in a good, better spot. Um, so I just want everybody to know is that, you know, if you're in this situation, if you're a parent, if you are an educator, if you are, um, a friend, if you are, um, any, you know, just somebody off the street, um, almost always you're going to say something. It's going to be super sound advice. Um, it's going to be really even, you know, if it's super sound, it's good, solid. This is, this is, will change somebody's life. Um, you can tell a hundred people that same thing and only one person's ever going to pick up on it. And so the story or you know, the outcome that I want you to know is that don't give up on yourself because of the 99 people that didn't listen out of the 100. You do it because of the one person that listens and gets it, and then they resonate with it. And I think that's the important lesson to go and to sort of go forward. I've talked about, you know, it's not about... Um, and this is where I struggle. It's not about helping the best win often, but that's and but it's about helping everybody. But often, you know, the average doesn't want to win, and they don't see it, and they don't want to be, um, they don't want to improve. I mean, the amount of information I've given out, <laughs> not to make you know, it might be a little little quacky and all that kind of stuff, but, um, amount of people that, that could be helped and, and have a helping, healthy and happy life that's financially sound and all that kind of stuff. They're never going to listen to this because they just think that they know better. And that's, I have to be happy with that. I have to be okay with that. And, um, and I think that's an important lesson for myself. It's a real psychological battle doing this uh, where I just simply have to be okay with who I am and I have to be grounded and know that not everybody is going to be responsive and understanding and, and for all sorts of reasons outside of one's control. And you just simply have to be 
I'm okay with that. All right, take care and have a wonderful day. Bye.